0: Hey, Pete. Yeah? What's your favorite thing? Patreon. Oh, really? I thought you were gonna oh, going to say going down a water slide or something like
1: that. I like pizza, yeah. except I can't have any. Oh, that's true. I you're like, a vegan. I like um, cheat. No. No? I Perfect. Like, you know what? Now but, that you're
0: vegan, Uh huh. Patreon. Why? Well, because you can't have any fun. You might as well go on Patreon, make a little donation, keep the lights on, and then we don't have to tell people about Bridal Fitness Coach.
1: But if I'm already suffering, why would I suffer
0: more by listening to this? Yeah, you're right. You know what you should do? Just keep eating pizza. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Patreon.com forward slash lousy San Francisco podcast on Patreon.
2: The following is a production of SK Morton Creative. Places, please. Quiet down. And here we go. And roll camera.
1: And welcome to S.K. Morton's Lives in San Francisco podcast, where age relives fond memories of the past, and youth can savor the challenges of Armageddon. Tonight, S.K. welcomes Dolly Parton, Yakov Smirnov, Benjamin Bugsy Siegel, and Gene Wilder and Johnny Depp fight to the death. And now, I defy you to try and stop him, ladies and gentlemen. S.K.
0: Morton. Wow, I haven't done this in a while. Perfect timing. Yes. That was very good. I I think you're trying to impress our guests. I think it was the lemonade. Sure, why not?
1: I'm covered in lemonade right now. All right. I'm sorry. Mr. Breitbart, are you okay with that? Yes, I'm perfectly fine. Okay. With
0: that. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, greetings, adoring throng. Welcome to SK Morton's lousy San Francisco podcast.
2: Yay!
0: Another night in the bomb shelter.
2: Woo uh-huh.
0: uh, Okay, let's welcome our uh, senior member of the team, sound engineer of utmost out of quenchland, Squidge McSqueezy. Yay! Yay. Our regular full time co- permanent. Our regular full time permanent host and resident chanteur, Peter Feliciano.
2: Yay! Yay. Enthusiasm.
0: Keith over there. Now, <laughs> Keith and I had a little discussion before before you got here and before we started recording. Them.
1: Is he is he finally relieving me of my duties? Um, no, uh.
0: no. And in fact, uh, I don't know how long we're going to keep him in the room. Oh, Turns who? out, he doesn't know. Yeah, Keith is planning on putting together a tour <gasps> of San oh, Francisco. Yeah. Wow. Covering from Union Square. Wait, don't
1: eat that cookie. Eat the other one. Yeah, that's The right. one that has a purple dot
0: in the middle. <laughs> the one that's sticky. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I thought we were going to have a nice time with him, but it turns out he may be here just as a spy.
3: Well, you'll notice I'm holding this pen.
0: Right. It looks like a pen, but it's really... Wait, let me see. Yeah, take a look. Screw <laughs> it on the ground. This
3: is
1: that's what you get. No, Breitbart. Let him. Let I've him have I've got to it. take
0: I'll notes. It's time for his introduction. Okay, so please welcome, clearly a spy from the other side. He is looking to get the moose and squall. Also, he is the man behind SaveAquaticParkPier dot org com. com com Wow, he's
1: Which already sweating. Wrong. S K is already.
2: <laughs> All
0: right. In any case, let's welcome, please. Mr. Keith Breitbach, Yay! Thank you. Thank you. What a pleasure to be here. Yes, it's really, it, yeah, it really first. is. You it's walked just... in excited. Now you're kind of questioning. Do, well,
3: do I look nervous? More nervous?
0: No, than no, no. You fed, look a little disgusted. He was fed
1: watery lemonade and stale cookies. How is he supposed to stay enthusiastic? Name of the
0: episode right there. <laughs> okay. Um, so, no, we're going to talk tonight. tonights we got a theme. We got a theme tonight. What is it? Aquatic Park. Ooh. The history of... And the currency. Okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> You're ruining everything. I'm I have a question for our guest. Things.
0: Is it B O C H or B O C K? B A C H. B oh, A C H. sorry. I was all excited to yeah. jump in. Yeah, I, should let I you actually speak asked him, Keith. Huh? Sorry, thanks. Keith, please don't feed <laughs> <laughs> the. <all right>. Have <laughs> a cookie. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Cheat why don't man. we get started? <gasps> and we'll get right to this because I don't want to waste any more of Keith's time. <laughs>
1: Did you know, by the way? Because obviously I'm ready to derail this show at any time. Sure. Let me just say I won a talent show last night for two, and I oh, made $250. Right. I $2. American dollars this time instead of McBucks. And then I also um, I have a video because I performed at Tourette's Without Regrets uh, in July again a couple of weeks ago. And they posted a video of it on
0: Facebook. I a lot saw that. People are really, really enjoying it. It looked like. Now let me ask because I didn't mm. turn on the volume. Oh, Is yes. Is that something they're... I can recommend to people? No. All oh, right. What? Anyway, I'm just saying. Congratulations win on winning! And, congratulations on winning the. Uh, uh,
1: you can't afford me.
0: Okay, I know that. I've just been waiting to, for you to figure it out. Wait, what? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so you know what happened this weekend or this last week? <gasps> Did uh, an animal die? What happened? Well, yeah, we're gonna get to that. Oh, but okay. uh, the old uh, <laughs> 2000 cable car bell ringing contest number 2017. <laughs> what is that? Why didn't we address it the last two years? Uh, we did. We had, oh, weren't what? you there for cable car givens when when no, uh, Frankie came? No. Keith, we had uh, a cable car grip man on. We had a whole show about cable
3: cars. Oh, fantastic!
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. And and how? And then we
1: heard later on, not Frankie, but one of his fellow guys was arrested for pocketing the money. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. I always wonder
3: about that cash. Yeah, There's a lot right? of cash flowing on that's
0: those exactly things. That's exactly what's yeah. ha- what was happening. By the way, some guy won.
1: What is the actual contest anyway?
0: The contest is you have, you have I think it's up to two minutes. The um, judges are local business people, you know, muni bosses, higher ups and everything. Mm-hmm. And they sit there and you do a linga a ding a ding ding a ding And there's also showmanship. They'll How's it go hands. one more time? Ling-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding. Okay. It sounds a little like this. That's what I hear, but they say there's nuance.
3: Okay. Yeah. Was well, it an actual song? The different rings mean different things.
1: Yeah. yeah this year he did Man in Motion, right? That uh, Saint Elmo's
0: Fire song. <laughs> no, that was the guy who came in second place. Okay. Yeah. This year was uh, the Immigrant Song. Zeppelin. Nah. Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. For real? Really? No. No. Okay, no. No. I, I would love to hear that. <laughs> 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 Anyway, um so it's the same guy. Let me just give the name and we can go on from here. Uh it was it was Byron Cobb this year for a seven-time winner. I hate that guy. Yeah. Well, he might be the guy Frankie was talking about who sometimes uh, at Powell and uh, California in the booth that works the light and everything. That guy's always holding Frankie up. On purpose and then Frankie does the same thing. So I think they <laughs> <What's>, their nemesis <laughs> the way I my nemesis, nemesis is Kirk Cameron. I think it's that way. I wouldn't really try to kill Kirk Cameron, but I need to have a nemesis and I chose Wait,
1: him. why not James yeah. Cameron? I mean if you're going go James for a Cameron big fish, isn't worth
0: isn't worth my time. I'll tell you why what do you mean James Cameron let me, let isn't me, worth your time. No, let me try you're another a, egg. you're an aquatic dork as well. Well, that's
1: the point. Here's why you'll see Keith. you'll you'll be judging the head Here's out of why
0: me. I don't jack with James Cameron what because he surrounds himself with a ragtag group of misfits. One guy oh. always wears a bandana, another guy keeps a you know some sort of animal on his shoulder. That's the guy one who guy's wears, a computer genius that's
1: the guy who wears the karate kid. Shirt, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, one, yeah one guy never wears the same uniform as everyone else and has a cowboy hat. Nice. Yeah, you're talking about James Cameron, James the director. Cameron, yes, yes, right. Okay, kind I was
3: wondering, that, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was thinking, this sounds like characters, these sound like characters <laughs> from his films. Okay, exactly. I got it. Okay. Wait, which ones are we talking about? What are you talking about?
0: Aliens, the Abyss, Terminator. Um, they all have, whenever they have a group of guys, they're supposed to be like military or some sort of uniform group. They're all individuals, Keith. This is why SKAW
1: Morton. He's, the, he's a problem. So, the problem he has with the director is the historical. It's
3: not
2: accurate.
0: No, Blah. that's not the problem at all. Blah. You're a dork. No, it's. A, yes, every, it is. The man films nothing but cliche, but he does it with, in 3D.
3: Titanic? I thought I was going to see an historical film about about Titanic. No, Wait a no, second! No, so a I'm in a
1: room with two dwarfs. What's going on right now?
3: And I got there. I took my dad to the. I was like, my dad liked historical films. And, and you was guys
1: like, were crying the whole time. I, Don't lie. Yeah, to
3: we we were holding each other, crying. Right. It was. <laughs> our, yeah. So I was very extremely disappointed.
0: Yeah, navigating his way through was... a sea of fourteen year old girls. Wait, what? That's who went to go see that movie overnight.
1: Over. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. So yeah. you were the only two weird guys who were crying. Yeah, it was out. kind of.
3: My 70 year old father and myself, and we were surrounded by 14 year old girls. Afterwards, yes. he, we went on like Christmas Day type of thing. <laughs> right. And afterwards, he looks at me like, I cannot believe you brought me to this. Like, we would normally, my dad and I would normally go to like war movies and right. boxing films right, nice. and historical things and uh well it the,
1: wasn't it wasn't it historically accurate well, but I
3: mean, I can, can, can I can I can I tell can I I don't absolutely hijack this is but voice. I was I, I was uh I was backpacking down through Baja and this guy comes up to me and my buddy we we're backpacking we we're camping on beaches and stuff and he comes up he's like are you here to be in the film and I'm like what film he's like Titanic they need extras were you in it? So I'm like, he's like, get down there. So I'm like, this is it. This is my big break. I'm going to be, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a role. So I'm having illusions of grandeur here as I'm mm-hmm. walking towards the uh, the set and you can see the the fake Titanic and the nice. whole thing. Well, before I leave to part this guy, I was like, well, who's starring in it? And he's like, I don't know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I'm thinking to myself, I was... Why is Schwarzenegger in Titanic? Was the uh, the Captain Austrian or something? Or is he save it at the end of the day? Come <laughs> with me if you want to live. Right. I get to the security gate, and I'm like, I'm here to be in the film. And the woman looks at me. She's like, that's unfortunate. That's great. That's great, <laughs> but it's unfortunate because we wrapped yesterday. Oh, so, it took longer than you thought so this get was, This was like a year before the film came out. So the film comes out. I'm back now and home. Christmas. I'm like, Dad, let's go see Titanic. And I'm thinking... You know the film that I was nearly in—that uh, it's going to be some fantastic film. It turns out to be what it was. It wasn't right. a historical. Wait a second. Thing at all. Hang on. Just...
1: We need to have some sort of a discussion. I'm, as you can tell, Keith. I'm one of the manliest men that you've ever met in your life. I'm not saying it. It just wasn't. It wasn't that bad. Now, why is the historical context and what about it wasn't historically accurate? Seriously. <laughs> sure, I'm not saying the love story aside and all that nonsense. What, what, what I don't, did they it? really have that that diamond or whatever that yeah, thing yeah, was? And, the, the, the whole uh, thing. You know. Oh, I see. So because he embellished it with a bunch of stuff that would make you actually want to see it. You're right. I think <laughs>
0: Apollo 13 should have had a love story. It would have made it no, much better. No, wait
1: a second. You said it yourself that Apollo 13 had a bunch of stuff that f- fluffied it up. No. It's a, no yes, you did. Remember, opposite. we had...
0: No, no, Boy, no, no, you do not listen. That well, is the exact opposite of what I well, said he, about but that he, movie. He look, here's he the thing. He,
3: here's the thing, though. Like If, if they had a done historical accurate film that I was looking for that my dad and I would have enjoyed... That would have been great, but the theater on Christmas Day would have been my dad and myself.
0: Right.
1: Well, the thing cost a lot of money. Was he was he supposed to do it with you no, know no with not at all. historically accurate sock puppets? Then it would have been you would have been, <laughs> your money would have been paying for no. it would have been made by money. Now I'm going back to this yes, liar Yes, we're going right here. back. No, 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 no. Here's the deal. You was, said that they embellished. They, you said that I they said there was one
0: scene. <laughs> this is what I said. That movie was entirely accurate. The uh-huh. only thing they did was in one scene. They get pissy with each other. Yes, they get in an argument. That was the only thing in the whole movie that wasn't accurate because the astronauts, they Robert don't do Pattinson? that. They're so cool. They're such robots that they don't get upset. That was the one thing I said. Not it's filled with it. I said there was one thing. But
1: there's drama in there that I'm sure is yeah, trumped It's natural.
0: Up. It's from history. It's natural drama, which is what's great about San Francisco. <laughs> Segue. Oh, no. Let's do. Let's talk about it.
1: All right. Anyway, so the bell ringers won. Yeah. And the, what the, happened?
0: And uh, and the peasants rejoiced. Now was a liar. Anyway, why don't we talk a little bit about what's going on at the uh, War, Memorial War Memorial Opera Memorial House? War Memorial Opera House. Now, at first, I was excited about this.
1: Were you petrified? <laughs> All right. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: Um. And this is why we were going to have. Can we even bring up that he was going to be here? But something came up. Sure. Ruben. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ruben, heck of a guy. What, what, what's the last name?
3: Ruben Hechenova.
0: Hechenova. And he is an architect. And I thought, oh, this would be perfect. Not only does he know about Aquatic Park, but he's also got this connection and what they're doing downtown in the Civic Center with the solar panels. and the. But Leeds. he, he couldn't
1: be here because that, that, that name sounds Russian. So because of all the session stuff that
0: now Filipino. He's, he had to. Oh, OK. Never mind. Yes. Filipino sounds like everything else. Oh, it does. That's what I've noticed. Yeah, there's like a Spanish, there's there's yeah, Russian. It is, it, actually, Spain even,
1: had it for a long time.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. You should mention that. That's why we have in Union Square the uh, Dewey Monument. Is a monument to the well, maybe on the, the the new uh, the the latest on the scene for the tour guide. Would you like to talk about the Dewey Monument? No, no, Oh. Wow. So I guess not, someone maybe should. I guess she shouldn't, I I shouldn't probably start something no. we can't uh, uh. handle. Uh. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> this is what we do. We bring you in here in the auspices I? Why am I here? of talking yeah. about <laughs> something important. The
3: cookies are great. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they're soft, so I'm not crunching into the microphone. Exactly. So. Yes.
0: What is that? Okay. I'm anyway, grateful. but as I was reading this, it's only generating what five percent of is? the electricity they need at the War Memorial Opera House. What is? What do you mean? Oh, the, the solar, solar panels.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And it was more expensive because they I guess they didn't put it out to bid.
1: What do you mean? Put it
0: out there. Eh, I should have read it. Um, <laughs> Wait a second. Okay, here's the deal. Well, Down luckily it, we're not live, so if you want to, just the read. Civic Center is a um, not a national monument, but it's a, it's protected, so mm-hmm. we can't have any high rises around it. Mm-hmm. So I said, this is perfect. We can put <clears throat> panels on top of everything. There, Davies has panels. Um, one of the other buildings, one of the, I think the, not the Federal Building, but another government building has the panels, and now the War Memorial Opera House. So they put up 299 solar panels, and you but know, it's only accounting for five percent of what's it used? only accounts for. It only is covering five percent of the building's use, okay, of power.
1: What's going on at the, at the Opera House that needs that much electricity? That's what I'm wondering. Oh, what if it's like a sweatshop underneath or something?
0: Well, I think that goes without saying. Anyway, none of these buildings are putting out. I think Davies is the most with fifteen percent. Does anyone know the science, Keith? Do you know the science? I mean, is that normal or is that? That's why I was hoping, Ruben was here. I was hoping Ruben was coming. Gosh darn it, yeah. those Russians. So maybe I'll cut this whole thing out. No, this is hilarious fun. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> so anyway, the, what I'm saying is, and we've had this discussion before. I hmm. am all for wind power, electrical power, water generated power, with right. the you know all of that kind of stuff. And I think it's becoming more and more practical and sustainable and everything. Sure. In fact, okay, well, now it's the Bentley Reserve. That thing it uses 15% of energy that other buildings its size uses. Hmm. They've got that thing so locked in with energy usage, and they've got the the computer figures out how much light is coming into the windows and adjusts the light bulbs and nice. everything you can think of. That's the stuff I'm loving. And then now they're they're start. There was recently they were talking about doing all of the living roofs. You know, putting the uh, the the what's that called? Live roof, something like that.
3: Where you plant grass grass on the rooftop, yeah, that type yeah. of Yeah, what's that
0: called? Grass on the rooftop. There you I go. don't know. You're no Reuben, Keith. I, how about, you, how
1: you, I, I'm how truly about you not. Yeah. How about you don't <laughs> our, uh, ask our uh, beloved guest dumb questions?
0: Because I want okay, anyway. That, maybe Google it. Nine, anyway. nine
3: and a half billion dollar budget. Yeah. For a city seven by seven. Yeah. You know, well,
0: they got to they gotta pay the mustache's salary. You heard he's the highest paid paid mayor in the United States. Is he really? Yeah.
1: Poor mustache. <laughs>
0: I'm not you a know. fan of the mustache. Mm-hmm. You know, no, not for political reasons. About. I just I... hate that mustache. Drives it me is nuts. a very shave the stupid mustache. mustache. No, right.
1: it, it it maybe the upkeep of that costs nine like billions of the dollars. yeah,
2: because that's right. a
1: serious. That's a formidable. <laughs> just it takes like you know like a giant stadium where you have to take the tarp
0: over and like it takes Actually, a bunch of men to like. You make comb a good point. If you take into account his height, that mustache takes up a considerable percentage of his body weight. I think it's about 17. 17% right. at least. Okay. Anyway, so that was that. Um, I had put it in there cuz I knew uh, Ruben was coming, so uh, when you see him, you can let him know my disappointment. I He's sure
3: major. will. He would be happy to come back. Well, well you know. maybe maybe, maybe, may maybe, maybe, maybe him not. Him maybe maybe not. Let's see how the rest of this.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we do have the bit that is sweeping the nation animal obituaries.
2: Poor little animal, you didn't have to die. You didn't have to kick the bucket. We
0: replace you with a little pit we buy. We purchase
2: a my pet coal. They grow me in a bunch. And we stay
0: <laughs> dead animals. Okay, now this is kind of a throwback to a story we had before. Uh, third place, raccoons attacking. We've had several raccoon stories on animal obituaries. Yeah, there's been at least five, four or five, I think. There's but they all
1: involve that, that same stuff. They, they all involve just raccoons being miscreants. Yeah,
0: now Matt, ra- I think raccoons are cute. And when they were attacking people and dogs, I was like, ah, oh, come on, they're just raccoons. But When they
1: were attacking people and dogs, that was when they were really cute. I'm like, come
0: on, it's a raccoon. But then... There was a veterinarian who just did a story about the danger of the raccoons attacking the dogs in San Francisco. Did you read anyone read that? Okay, the, I'm going to read it word for word. He describes how like cats will run from raccoons and most animals will run from raccoons, but dogs will try to fight them, and he describes what raccoons do to dogs. Are you ready for this? Are you, wait a second. I can't say poop, but you want
1: to you want to describe vi- violent Happenings of raccoons and
0: dogs? Absolutely. All right, continue. Okay. The raccoon attempts to scratch out the dog's eyes. Then he rolls the dog onto its back and attempts to eviscerate it. He bites and scratches with amazing speed and ferocity. Their bite often penetrate the chest wall, leading to collapsed lungs. Uh, they may penetrate the abdomen, leading to septic pertinitis... They I also have that. a knack for lacerating the urethra, <clears throat> causing urine to accumulate underneath the skin. I mean, my, my you favorite, you have your hand up for my that. My
1: favorite, my favorite, a knack. That's why
0: <laughs> they have a knack. Yeah, they have back. a real talent. Yeah, it's a gift. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. And they resulting in terrible scalding and possible secondary kidney failure. That's why these dogs have been getting killed by the raccoons like at Bernal Heights. And they've got coyotes up there, and it looks like the coyotes are afraid of the raccoons. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the Bernal Heights raccoons, because I had that project over there, and it was like, they were coming out from under a house, and I saw like five or six, I'm like, oh, look at that. Oh, man, there's another one. There was, there was like almost 20 raccoons that were under that house, and they were all coming out, at, just as the sun was going down, they were making their way up the hill to go eat coyotes, I guess. Jeez.
1: Maybe that's, that's why that little one is in
0: Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what? Hmm. That was very insightful of the Marvel people. Mhm. Yeah. So anyway, be careful out there.
3: Well, the raccoon thing, these things, they're vicious animals. I mean, these right. are, it's survival of the fittest number one, those dogs. Right. Yeah, you know, a house like a house pet versus a wild animal raccoon. Yeah. Certainly makes sense to me. And uh, you know, people are taking their dogs out getting their nails clipped and all kinds of stuff. The raccoons yeah, yeah. have like claws. Mm. They've got fangs. Right. These are uh vicious. Throw a few rabies in the mix and hold on to your hat because <laughs> Uh, there was a time when I'm coming like that. Let's go into the
0: end. Hold on to your... Uh, you. Throw you rabies in the mix yeah, and hold yeah. on to your hat. You got it. You got it. The cookies are starting sure to kick in. Let me tell you.
3: The lemonade. I don't know what's in this lemonade. I'm starting to. It's if I pass out, if I pass out in the middle of this, I think it's. Uh, well, then we'll go through your wallet. Well, that's I think it's, what i i like. I can only imagine. How I think this it's turns joke out. juice. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, uh, so. I was living in Seattle for a little while at one point in time and I come out my front door and there's a raccoon right at the front door hanging out of my garbage can and I swear to god like this I thought I was going to die. He, was he looking waiting at you for, like he wanted to Yeah, yeah wanted like to how dare you how dare you interrupt my <laughs> And he <laughs> asked you for 50 cents. Did you give it to him? Uh yeah, he's outside waiting for
0: me. Yeah, a when a raccoon well, tells what? you you owe him you pay too sweet. Anyway,
3: that was one of the brief um, uh, interactions I've ever had with a raccoon. Maybe the one and only, but yeah. it was enough for me to be like thinking, "Stay away from raccoons. These things are ugly, mean, vicious." Well, animals, it's true. So it's I
1: think true. I think if you sweep the leg.
0: <laughs>
3: All right. So thanks okay. for your insight, Keith.
0: <laughs> There's an epidemic of sharks attacking kayaks. Really? Yes. The day of O'Neill's memorial down in Santa Cruz, a guy got knocked out of the kayak and had to get picked up by another boat. Mm. Just today, another guy got bo- bo- knocked out of his boat. He got back into his kayak. He got back into the kayak. But um, they're getting—they're getting pretty brave. They're mm. getting pretty. what's what would be the word? They're getting uppity, Incense.
3: The kayakers or the sharks?
0: The sharks—they're oh, getting a little uppity. They're feeling themselves. I don't think you know. You say
3: that.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: We don't have bad bet here. You can't do. You
0: can't say. <laughs> <up anymore. laughs> I didn't say bougie. Oh, okay. Anyway, so uh, what I'm saying is, is we're all gonna die from sharks. And oh, that, okay. And that Sharknado thing is no joke. It's no, I was thinking that.
1: actually, if they got, if they teamed up with raccoons, then we really <laughs> are screwed. Yeah. Oh my goodness, can you imagine that? Because the raccoon, if we're nearby water, <laughs> raccoon will put us in there to try to drown us. Shark d- like ends it, ends the deal. It's a one-two punch. Plus, yeah. there's
0: that urethra thing. Right. Yeah.
1: What do you think the raccoons or the sharks would get out of that though? Maybe the shark, because the shark doesn't eat the trash. Maybe he brings it from the ocean, because that's where the, all of it is, to the the
0: shore, and the raccoon eats the trash. What if we keep putting trash in the in the ocean, mm-hmm. lure the raccoons out to the sharks, then start a little rumor? Hey, did you hear what that raccoon said about your right. dorsal fin? Right, right, Boom, right. and they're at it. Okay, yeah, yeah let's we do got that. a plan. Okay, let's Good get job, out of here. Keith. All right, thanks. <music>
1: I almost reached for another cookie, but I decided.
0: There is one last thing that I, I just want to ask because you've maybe been down there. You spent a lot of time down at uh, Muni Pier, right? I sure did. Is the Balclutha there right now? Balclutha left yesterday. Okay, that's what I had. It's seen. been there for a
1: while. We used to have we had an episode all about the Balclutha. Yeah.
0: Well, the thing is, uh, I had seen when I was going over the research on this, I just saw a little thing pop up from the park, and they said, "Oh, just so you know, it's gonna, the beach is going to be shut down until the Balclutha's is out." And I'm like, "What?" And that's all it said. It said, "Oh, click here for information." and it said, "Oh, yeah, it's going to the dry dock I so. was I
3: was literally there yesterday. I was at We had a meeting at the Dolphin Club. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a wonderful room at the Dolphin Club with windows of amazing view of Aquatic park. Yeah. The tugboat came in during the meeting. Hold the uh, uh, did you get any the video or or I did not because we we're having a meeting. Yeah. A couple people got up and took some photos yeah. of it, but I, it? I was not in a position so to where, do that.
0: So, where are they putting it now? Yeah, it didn't say where they were taking it to clean it. Ah, uh,
3: good question. I wish I had the answer. I don't make something uh, up. Uh,
0: uh, uh, just um,
3: uh, Oakland. Okay,
1: that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought it was Oakland.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: I could have sworn too.
0: Yeah, okay, so the Balkutha is gone, they said until early fall. But I think I, I think
1: it. only I think only people who are into that and because to- tourists don't know any better they're not but they're the only people who go down there besides you guys. Well, we're gonna talk. Like, hopefully, yeah, hopefully we, we are talk gonna about talk that. about yeah. that. Okay. The,
0: the tourists can be very helpful in what we want to talk about here. So what we are we're down, we're up to the theme now. How are we doing? Hey, we almost made it on time. All right. Uh, the theme is not just the Balclutha, not just Muni Pier, but all of Aquatic Park, one of my favorite places in the city.
2: Oh. Oh are the people in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood? In your neighborhood? Say, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people
1: that you meet
0: each day. Oh, hey! All right, there. Keith. Thank you. Well, let's see. Let's get started here. Let, let's just find out about you. So, are you uh, a San Francisco native? I am not. Oh, where are you from?
3: I am originally from a little town along the Mississippi River called Dubuque, Iowa. Wow. Ah! Have heard of it? Wow! I great. have heard what of Dubuque. What a reaction!
0: Product. I think I think I've been to Dubuque. There, is that uh, well, Is that the place with the with the with ice cream, the soft serve ice cream place? But I think I got a soft serve ice cream driving through Dubuque, Dubuque once. Well,
3: Dubuque. A lot of people m- get Dubuque mixed up with Davenport, Iowa, which is along Interstate eighty. Dubuque is just about an hour an hour north of Davenport. The Quad Cities. Does okay. that make sense? So if, if, if a lot of people do cross-country trips. They take Interstate eighty, and they would go across. That's where they cross the Mississippi River. Well, we were River. coming
0: from Chicago.
3: Well, then you very well may have passed through Dubuque because Dubuque there, is almost just due west, about two and a half hours of Chicago.
0: A steel bridge, and then we came in, and the the city was right there. Is that right? <laughs> Could be. What? Yeah. What, yeah. What, what, this wait, is riveted. Right? <laughs> is it really?
3: <laughs> no. Well, I. You
0: know. I think it was Dubuque. There was like, you come in across the steel bridge and there was a hotel, a motel right there. There was a Chevron. There
1: was a Chevron there. There was a guy named Bob. You
3: remember Bob? Bob's not working there anymore. (laughs) Oh,
0: really?
3: (laughs) So I I grew up in Dubuque, Iowa. I've lived around the country, different locations Washington, D.C., Seattle, Phoenix, uh, Hawaii. I've been in San Francisco uh, just about eight and a half years now.
0: What are you running from? Living in North Beach.
3: Uh, it's not what I'm running from. It's what I'm running to. Ah, there's not a lot like. of aquatic parks answer. in Iowa. Uh well,
0: there's that bridge.
3: Yeah, there's a bridge. There's the Mississippi yeah. River. There's uh, there's some interesting stuff happening in Iowa. Believe it or not. So, so,
0: but <laughs> you, so eight and a half years. Are do you plan on making this it your home? This is it.
3: Well, I love San Francisco. I mean, what's not to love,
0: right? There's right. A couple it's, of uh, it's an well, amazing. Well, I mean well, the needles, but Edley. Uh, Well, the mustache.
3: As long as I can continue to afford to live in San Francisco, I will, you know, the the choices. I've lived in other places around the country. Uh, San Francisco, to me, is the ultimate uh, place to live. It's charming. There's enough going on in the Bay Area. Never, Never really a dull or boring moment. There's so much diversity in things happening. What's not to love? Right. All right. Yeah, I'm with right you. On.
0: I, I feel like when we were talking before the show, we both have a love of the city, and that's good. Okay, so where did you go to? You went to the college,
3: University of Iowa. University of Iowa. Okay. What did you study? I studied geography, urban and regional planning. Well, yeah, actually, well among other things. I mean, you know, that was like my fourth major.
0: Uh-huh. The first Understand girl was majoring things. in psych, so then he took that, yeah. and then the next one <sighs> wanted to be an engineer. Is that so how college that
1: works? Because I'm a little—I
3: yeah. was too dumb to go, so I just,
1: I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> No, so, what happened? So, you, what, no. what was the many things that you studied?
3: The many things that I studied. So, I started off in uh, radio communications, broadcasting. Nice. Can you tell? Do you know, yeah, absolutely he's got the voice, and I, that's why
1: you were out in the hallway saying "red leather, yellow leather" for like five minutes. Yeah, Syllabus. how now brown Syllabus. cow? No, yeah. I slit a
0: sheet, a sheet I slit.
1: Whatever, let the man talk.
3: So, uh, and then I, I got myself <laughs> involved in politics, and so then I. Started studying political science, and then you realize it's you know the, the difference between reality and what they teach in the classroom are two totally different things. Sure. And then uh, American Studies, and part of that program is developing your own program. And I was I went to my advisor and I said I want to study like urban America because uh, you pull from these different disciplines: uh, archaeology, political science, economics. Uh, geography, and she looked, and I thought it was a really brilliant yeah, uh, way I to could, go study. Sounds incredible. And she turns and she's like, Well, there's, and why do that? Just go to the geography department and get a degree in urban planning, basically. And I was, you know, a 23 year old kid, 22 year old kid, and I'm like, okay this person knows more than i do so that's where i ended up getting my degree in geography and urban and regional studies and you know how you go through life and you sit there and you're like why am i doing this this and this and then all of a sudden you know your light bulb goes off and you're like oh this all kind of ends up tying together and yeah and we'll we'll get to it and that's that's part of this whole aquatic park yeah as you're period. saying
0: all this i'm like well that's that's you're perfectly built to try to accomplish this thing with with Municipal Pier.
3: Life, you know, the the universe works in mysterious ways, how you end up uh, finding your way to certain places and projects. Let's do this, then. Places and
0: projects. Let's work backwards. We'll start... I was going to do Municipal Pier near the end because it's, you know, on the modern end before, you know, after Black Point. But let's start with the Municipal Pier, make sure we get enough of that Mm -hmm. in, then we'll work our way back and then end with Muni Pier again. You're the the host. I'll do whatever you want to do. Yeah,
1: you have to describe...
0: Now, again, where is this place... Okay, well, I guess I'll give you specifics. Go north on Van Ness mm-hmm. until you're at the end of the pier oh, looking okay. back at yeah, the yeah, city. Yeah, yeah, yes.
2: yeah. Van,
3: Ness, right. Van Ness is the end, or the, the, the pier is the end of Van Ness Yeah, Boulevard. Exactly. Are we allowed is to it Boulevard drive drive or it? Avenue? Van Avenue, Avenue, I believe yeah, it is, Yeah, yeah. Are we allowed to drive on it? You used to be able yeah,
0: to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now okay. you can't fit anything on there, and they got the gate in the way mm-hmm. because I'll why? I'll tell you all about it. Yeah, why is there a gate there now?
3: Well, there's a gate there because they have to, they close it down in the evenings they close it now on special occasions. It is structurally unsound. They ha- they have to just safeguard it for the for the public safety actually mm. because it they cannot handle the weight loads. So for instance, on the Fourth of July, they had to shut it down because if they got the several thousand people out there to look at watching to watch the fireworks, there's no guarantee that it just wouldn't crumble into the nice and talk about making international news right right so that's that's really you know the history of it you mind you want me to go on no, a little riff you, or you something yeah, yeah, so it was uh i'll listen later to listen to what you're saying so you, <laughs> it's it's between it's at the end of fisherman's wharf and right before you go uh black point which is traditionally known as black point mm. over into fort mason it is you there's a there's the maritime museum there are these bleachers that most people know about. There are the historical ships, and then the pier is a 1,400 foot curved curved pier that jets out into the bay. It is as close as you can come to being out on San Francisco Bay without being on a boat, and the views. So, what like I I describe it to people as it's literally like the crown jewel on the San Francisco waterfront, it's tarnished. It needs to be cleaned up, and that's what we're attempting to do. It's almost smack dab. If you look at the map, it is smack dab right in the middle of... Oh, look at that. It is smack dab right in the middle Why of have
1: the two I bridges. Never, I've never, I have never even heard of this. Really? I've, I've seen you've the... You've
0: been there. I have a picture of you in front of the Balclutha. <laughs> With your this grandfather and father. This is not
1: where the Balclutha was. Yes. Son, yes, it
0: is. The Balclutha is right here. My my finger is on the picture. Where?
1: Yeah, I was on that one. You're talking about this thing. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. was never there.
0: You've never been on it. No, You've I've never even go. seen it. Before. After this, after this I was this too. Go I was there. too.
1: I was too enamored with the Bowcluth for me to look at this. But the other thing is, is I I have been to those um those bleachers. I like that. That's beautiful. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: Know,
3: sunny day, nothing better than San Francisco.
1: Right. It's one of the and, and on and a it,
0: foggy night, tons of rats. Are they really? Oh yeah, it's awesome. Oh, they're almost like yeah, raccoons. I have been there, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not the good part. Oh, you go ahead with the good. Yeah, part.
3: So if you go back into San Francisco history, right after the uh, gold rush, 1847, really 1848, 1849, uh, San Francisco's population, literally, you probably talk about this on your walking tour. Mm-hmm. It literally went from a few thousand people to like 60,000 people, literally almost overnight. And Along the waterfront, this location became traditionally known as a place for people to go and swim because because Black Point provided enough of protection and created a cove area. and So uh, sharks
0: wouldn't come in. Is uh, that what you're saying? Well, <laughs> actually, I don't know about sharks, but yeah. The, Whites but the, don't come into the bay because of the uh, not enough salinity. Yeah. However, uh, salmon sharks, there's actually a video on YouTube. You'll see a salmon shark in aquatic park. There was people who was like swimming right by the. Co- that was pretty fun. Yeah, uh, were you there at the time? <laughs> oh, no, uh, be be, yeah, because they look like whites. So, but it also They're smaller did it, though. So,
1: how did it protect them? Did it also protect from uh, like the the current dragging people out? Or what, yeah,
0: would it? Yeah, okay. it's a
1: cove.
3: Well, it's a two degree. So the cove, and then uh, there throughout the course of San Francisco history, going back to the 1860s, there were these plans to. Uh, create a water, you know, aquatic, fun, land, park, area, swimmable place on the San Francisco waterfront. The beach at Aquatic Park is the only sandy beach on the bay. So it kind of creates this sort of, really, you spend enough time down there, you start to realize just kind of how magical and how fun and how enjoyable it is. But over the course of the history of the city of San Francisco, they had been trying to create this aquatic playland, basically. And it languished and there were people, you know, citizen, you know, San has always has this rich history of, you know, citizen activists and people wanting to make this really the city that we, you know, we, that we love. So there, there were architectural plans drawn up, there were competitions to design this for this uh, location in the city of San Francisco. Took on at times uh, a life of its own. So there were bathhouses there, meaning where people could shower and get towels and do, do their sort of thing. I'm sure nothing else. Nothing else. Well, you know, you say that bathhouse <laughs> thing, and it's like, it, yeah, but no, I have think these, these were images. Like
0: like shacks for cuz it was going Trent into howls the water and do stuff yeah, yeah. seriously okay. it was they had like 300 of them yeah. and in fact correct me if i'm wrong the reason why that eventually went away is because people started going to the indoor one over at Sutro on uh, down in the west side of town and as Su- the Sutro baths became more and more popular the baths on the coast of uh, Black Point uh, on that beach there fell out of favor. So over
3: 100 years, there were these plans uh, to build this aquatic park on the city, on the waterfront in San Francisco. And there would be ballot measures, and they would get voted down, or people wanted to you know, work with the park and recs department, or what have you. And it got to the point where they went ahead, and they did it, and they had these plans drawn up, and they started this process, and then they ran out of money. And then the, the crash, the depression. And so... Uh, the WPA Work Progress Administration mm-hmm. came along, and finally well, let's put these people to work. Here's the money. Here are the funds to get this thing built. And so, 1930, 1935, the if the pier finally gets built, and now it's at 85 years old. It is the concrete is spalding and it's crumbling, and the rebar's exposed and it's rusting away. There are so what's really interesting and fun and neat about this pier. There's so many things, really. Uh, the curvature shape of it. But it's it's like 600 pilings that make up this pier. And so the baffle system underneath uh, it, it mitigates the waves that kind of hit the cove. And so it creates this really nice place for people to swim. Right. It kind protects of a, like the beach. A it's a type lagoon type, type thing. Yeah.
2: Here's people a photo. People do swim there. Do they? Yeah, oh, I oh, swim oh, there. do they swim there? Are really? you kidding me? It's, yeah. it's the
3: city's swimming pool. Yeah, and it's – so you get the idea. The, you see how – I'm showing you a picture now of where the wave actions outside the yeah. pier. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look the, at that. Look how flat and, and glassy like it is. Outside the inside. pier, it's all wavy. Do you know Looks like the ocean. That is? Yes, oh, I do. My Have you God. swam there?
0: Oh, yeah. I used, to, I used to do triathlons. That was where I, oh, I used wow. to train. Yeah. But see, right. I know like the Dolphin guys and, the, and the, they all go in with a, I go in a wetsuit. We and it's need to still have cold. Yeah.
1: We need to have some sort of a discussion later
0: on <laughs> about
1: what you just said.
0: I really did do triathlon. We need to have some I sort was about of a, I was about 50 Keith, pounds lighter. Keith,
1: just nod your head and says OK, <laughs> but I'm just saying we'll
0: come back. No, But did you see that, though? That is amazing. <laughs> that is gorgeous. Yeah. Maybe, now, yeah. now,
1: what would be the way to make this better? Okay. Obviously you need a lot of money, but so, how, how would they retrofit it? How
0: would they Yeah, what are, what are the they? actual logistics of rebuilding so, of doing it?
3: So what's that's what we're in the process of finding out. Uh-huh. So what happened, I was contacted last October or so to make a video. They want to do a documentary on this thing, and I looked at the project, I listened to what was happening, I started doing the research and studying the history of the whole situation. Of course, nobody really knows how to rebuild a you know, 1,400-foot pier into the San Francisco Bay. So that part's new territory, but in terms of raising public awareness and generating support and making the case and finding the resources, I think I'm somewhat qualified. You know, I'd like to believe I'm qualified, or at least I'm, you know, like you, you learn along the way, and you're willing to, yeah, thank you. <laughs> And you're willing to, you know, put the energy out there. Uh, in So anyway it has to be reconstructed now because it has languished and fallen into such disrepair the last time they did a construction estimate it was about 65 million dollars to replace Jeez. the pier and that was that was about 10 years ago oh, so, so now we're jacked. 436 million no now. we you know we believe it it, it it all depends on how it's reconstructed what we're going to do how it can be done and we're tackling this in three stages the first stage is i'm trying to I'm trying to raise a relatively small amount of money, $150,000, 200000 a couple hundred thousand dollars to do the community outreach, start doing the research, and then and figuring out what the design's going to be and all these sorts of things. You wouldn't Working. rebuild it
0: exactly as it was? No, it has,
3: in theory, because, so let's back up a little bit. This is, Aquatic Park is a historic, it's the Maritime Historical right. National Park, so it is... It's not part of the GGNRA, so it falls under the jurisdiction of the national park system. So it it began as the city park. And then it became, for a little while at some point, it was like a part of the state. And then came back to the city because it kind of been tossed around. And it eventually has become this historical national park.
1: Do you feel like it's in disrepair because of that? Not that you
3: would want to, like
1: point fingers I and mean, we could yeah, always cut it out. before he's got the money but, in hand. <laughs> you know, I think. <laughs> whose th- fault is this? Right. <laughs> you know, it's
3: it, at, the, at a certain point, it's it, the question for me is not necessarily like point fingers, like how it got to this point. It's like, what do we, do we like? How it? do we fix he's it? He's a doer. Yeah, I'm a you doer. You want to point yeah. <laughs> fingers later. That's all. <laughs> you know, uh, at really, the
0: ribbon cutting. Yeah, right. Yeah. that's exactly. I noticed some of you are here that don't belong. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, you know, and the, when it comes to like infrastructure projects like this, not just in the city of San Francisco, but around the country with the National Park system, their budgets, you know, let's look to the federal budget what we how what we dedicate to these uh, not just this particular park, but parks all across the country.
1: Uh I'm saying obviously like I think Yellowstone would obviously get a lot not just a lot more money, but a lot more attention. Mm-hmm. Like it it would hard it would be hard to try to focus I guess. Right. Would it be well more look, difficult to focus it would, towards it? would it
3: surprise you to know that four and a half, four over four million people a year visit this particular park? That's more than Yosemite, you know. Wow. So let's put that in perspective. Nice. And it generates over one hundred million dollars in economic activity for the city of San Francisco within 2 or 3 blocks of this area creates 12 helps create 1200 jobs for this you know support 1200 jobs for the city of San Francisco
0: and there are 1200 national park rangers that work at aquatic <laughs> park so it's a uh, you know it feels like
3: that sometimes though <laughs> all amazing wonderful people I've gotten to know several of them as well and I'm working directly with the national park service on this uh coordinating with them and a wonderful great group of people who are dedicated to the, the this asset to this wonderful park the his, historical nature. Of it, we have a real. Like I said, it's a uh, what I've come to depreciate, appreciate as being the crown jewel on the San Francisco waterfront. This just sounds like a stump. Does it really? Yeah. Does it really? Yeah, you know what? I got he's, <laughs> no. he's trying to get this peer named after himself. No, no, <laughs> no, no. no. I'm, you know, look, like if Mark Zuckerberg wants to finance it, uh, he will name it after him. I mean, Larry <laughs> he, El, 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 Ellsberg or whatever the hell his name is. It's like, hey, hey Mark Zuckerberg, give me a call. Eh. Uh, no, seriously. You know, we we don't know how this thing's going to be funded. We are going to go out. We're looking at philanthropic. We're looking at federal money, state money, city money, or whatever. We're going to. We are in the process of putting together the pieces of the puzzle trying to figure out how we're going to do this. Maybe we'll name it after after you, Peter Feliciano. You know? There you go. Uh,
0: I believe SK Morton would No, be there, no, so. excuse but, me.
3: But it all just what I was going to tell you. So as I got I a, as I've gotten into this project and I'm working with we've uh, I've so I'm looking at the whole thing, and I'm trying to think of like, how are we going to put this thing together? And the San Francisco Maritime National Park Association, which is the kind of the friends of the park, what I've learned is like the National Park System. There are all these organizations that work with the various parks, and they raise money, they raise funds, they do programs, they do all sorts of things. So for this particular park, so you have the GGNRA, and you have the which association is the, works with good them. God
0: National Rifle Association. No, no, the oh, the uh, Golden Gate Na- National go. Recreation. Rational or rational recreation it, is a, uh, area. Uh, yeah, area. That's it. Yeah. Mere Woods. Guys, all these Farallon Island yeah. Islands.
3: So, uh, so we created. I went to the. I went to the association. We went to the association. Asked them because we didn't. It was myself and two other people. Uh, a wonderful, wonderful woman who is, at, you know, or. Early '80s or so, she does these San Francisco walking tours, the, the city guides, right? You, you're familiar with? Yes, those I'm books? familiar with the free city guides. <laughs> people, the competition, your competition. They're not even
0: competition. They're just like Ubering me. They've got an infusion of negative <laughs> zero cash, and they just they're undercutting me. They're going to put me out of business. Then they're going to jack up the price to 100 percent more than they're charging now. I'm just <laughs>
3: Yeah, okay. So this this wonderful woman, Carol Walker, uh, she was really kind of the spark plug to get this going. And there's another gentleman. Uh, he owns a business at Pier 39 and he lives nearby. And so, those, oh, I met. Are they, you talking
0: about Hendricks? Uh,
3: Kevin Hendricks is the superintendent oh, of the okay. yeah. National Park.
0: Because, you know, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just want to tell you, Carol Walker said it's not quite in ruin yet, but every day it gets worse. They can't let it slip away. They just can't. It needs to be fixed. Yeah. That's the extent of what I know about. That's I, an how, impassioned how, plea. Yeah, it's, it's a quote, right, is what I've done. Right there. Okay, you in may this, very,
1: in this In this pool. No, no, he's got to so, proceed. He doesn't get to finish anything
0: yet. So we, we he went. Was,
1: to, he's been finishing all kinds of things. I know. It's taking <laughs> forever. I wanted to Am say I taking forever? Just Has, te- I was I, just, no, I was just saying it's the only pool that you can relieve yourself in without having to worry about Actually, it. Actually, no, it's, it's illegal to, to
0: urinate in Aquatic Park. That's a $500 fine.
1: How would they even catch you?
0: Did you get fined? Because well, yeah, but I kind of stood up and did it off the pier. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, <Yeah>. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> over a Russian family's picnic. <laughs> Can I? I know you. Okay, I'm going to let you sum up. Mm-hmm. So let me sum up. Yes. We
3: we started a committee under the Maritime Association, and we've grown that committee out. We've got a lot of wonderful people, who uh, dozen people from the community uh, who care passionately about what we're doing here. And from and that's been over the last several months, and we are growing that out. And we are reaching out. We've—I had a meeting yesterday with Senator Feinstein's uh, staff. I've got—I've been meeting. and I've talked to here Aaron in Heskin. City? Yes, here in the city, uh, raising public, raising awareness, and in letting people know that we want to we want to see this thing fixed. We do not want this to languish and and fade away. Uh, and what I tell people now, so the, they close it down during special events, they close it down at night, and it's crumbling every. It's literally crumbling before your eyes. And we, I tell people, it's like, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Right. And when they close those gates, finally, for the last time, you can no longer get public access out there. People like you, it's like, you can tell people all day long about the views, but
0: unless you can go out there and experience
3: it for yourself, it's...
0: Yeah, it's not. Yeah. No.
1: Now does. OK. So was the superintendent already reaching, trying, like screaming, trying to get attention for screaming?
3: It? I'm not sure if he's like a guy who goes. Yeah, he was. He was talking to folks. He's raising awareness. And in, in the National Park Service too. Uh, different superintendents have had the job over the course of time. Right. So I don't know any of the other superintendents who had been here previously. I don't know how much energy they put into it, but I have been creating. You know, we've I've got a working relationship now with Kevin Hendricks. Wonderful guy, and we're working, uh, you know, we're collaborating, trying to figure out how we're going to get this thing done.
0: Now, I don't know, about half an hour ago, we were talking about the actual design of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to try to recreate it, I guess, with new building materials, and you know that's the plan. Are they going to put in the restroom at the end of the pier? Because that was never finished, right? From the very beginning, it had never been finished. So there's
3: a roundhouse at the very end of the pier. It's right. kind of like a this curvature thing, and it's like a little bulb at the end. Yeah. It Has this building? It was never actually finished. Uh, yes. So that's part of this whole plan. Is like how can what can we'd love to see that finished yeah. off at the end. Maybe it becomes a little cafe where you could go get a cup of coffee or right. a glass of wine or a beer and you watch the seagulls and the sunset and the ships go by, that sort of thing. We believe that if done correctly, we could turn this into, you know, one of these things where it's like you've got to go to Aquatic Park in San Francisco. We're talking about doing engineering we're, part of the thing we just secured an extra 185 two hundred thousand dollars for the National Park Service for their budget for this particular park this year mm. largely based on what we're doing as a citizen because we're a citizens group now we're pushing for this stuff right. we've got money to update the construction. Uh, estimate costs. We're also looking at maybe doing, like, wave energy generation off oh, that'd the pier. that would be awesome. And turning it into, like, with sea level rises and all this kind of stuff yeah. we're talking about, creating something like, go. let's go study the wave energy generation on the pier, and maybe that creates... Uh, sort of, you know, part of aquatic park. Maybe, maybe there's like a little water uh, features where that pop up out of the water. You know, sort of the kids can run ah, through those sorts of things. We're getting theme parky. All right. Well, I don't want to. We, no, that's part of the challenge. Also, we don't. Like, oh. you, you can't. Put, <laughs> no, I'm <sad. laughs> You can't put like a, a big Ferris wheel on the end. That sort of thing, because there's like, the Wait historical nature. The historical <laughs> nature of the whole park. Uh, there. So we're studying all get, the part of that study. The hundred eighty-five thousand dollars is studying the. The hist- how do you maintain the historical nature of the whole thing? How much does
1: it, how much money does it need by itself with no, you know, I mean. We don't know. We don't know
0: $116.3 million was the 2016 budget that was given.
3: Just for this park? Oh, not not just for this. No, not just for this park. That's probably for the so the the, the backlog of infrastructure oh, yeah, needs for, for all of yeah. the national parks. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying that's the, normally the only current... like fifty so to hundred million dollars. Getting, they,
0: okay, that says here the price tag was sixty-eight million seven years ago. Yeah,
3: and we're we're, we're so we're updating that. We're gonna. Yeah. So that's part of what we we're just we're got into. We're around hundred million
0: dollars. So, I think. but seventy I mean, to like,
3: hundred million. Yeah. So, like, is there stuff you can implement to cover
1: the yearly cost of?
3: I'm glad you asked. Yeah. So part of one of my ideas is, you know, what if we created like a sculpture, kind of a sculpture park down there sort of thing where corporations could sponsor uh, sculpture, a revolving sculpture kind of yeah. garden or park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe it's $100,000 for Facebook or Twitter or one yeah. of these companies Salesforce and and you know it's a great public and, uh, you know amenity, it's a wonderful thing, you get your name out there. Those sorts of things. Yeah, we part of what we we want to do is study and research and figure out the best way to be able to do that. And we you bump into different things because of the rules of the National Park Service, right. the historical nature of it, but we are we're trying to work through all of those
0: things now. To, right no, my, but my if, turn. It's not P. Feliciano's lousy podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, it's about to be. Uh, now, with the, be, being a national park, you can't change the look of it. But just I'm just throwing something out, just as a to get an idea of if something is doable uh, or if it's okay within the rules. What if you had something under the water? In other words, what if instead of being on being on pilings, there was actually a structure? Underneath the water, with glass or something, where people could look underneath, and then the pier sits on that. You don't see the pier; it would look just like the way it was, except now you've got this extra thing underneath.
3: Where do we get the glass? I don't know. You know, sand. All, what they well, do is they make it
0: really hot, yeah. and it turns. You no, know, what I'm saying is, is in other Glass important. Are there ways around the? Because I'm off. I want it to look the way it was, it mm-hmm. did too. But if there is way of without changing the look. Updating thing and having features that could somehow generate—is that something that's okay? Well, they go, oh, okay, yeah, it's under the water, so that's okay. That's all
3: possible. I mean, th- <laughs> yeah. that is—that I don't know, like the reality of making something like that happen. Yeah. But it's certainly possible, and then you think of like uh, this—the integrity. If there's a seismic event, those sorts right. of things. One of the ideas uh, that I throw out there, and a couple of other people, the energy generation. If there is an earthquake in San Francisco, could that, in that, survive? Let's say, or it's designed? Could that be a source of energy for the San Fr- for the city of San Francisco? To make
1: the earthquake work for us, well, or you know, <laughs> for, for an emergency situations, those yeah, sorts sure. of
3: things. Um, it's, you know, the. That's all very possible. We, I love uh, personally. I think it's it's such a wonderful location, and uh, and possibly turn like I said, create something where the not just the visitors want to come. for like I said, four million plus people a year visit this. You live in San Francisco. You're not that familiar with it. I think if more San Franciscans come on down, check this place out because it is, uh, it's a wonderful. Place. I think
1: I think part of the way to make that happen
3: just people my age don't know about it
1: I think because it's like anything in that whole area is just going to be tourist death well, you know what like I mean like it's just going to oh, be cause well, they
0: associate it with pure 39 yes I see what you're saying the fisherman's wharf yes yeah. but
3: the, the, rea- the reality is if you I, I spend a fair amount of time down there right. uh, now even more than I used to uh, it's People run, they're biking, they're mm-hmm. walking. Mm-hmm. Uh, they enjoy just being there. You know, there's uh, quite a few residents within, you know, a stone's throw of this place that but, they use this as their. It's their park, also. so Right.
1: My feeling, as soon as you were saying stuff like, "Well, a company could sponsor," like that, it would turn it even more commercial and make me even. There is. I don't know. There it's, will be
3: safeguards against all that. I mean, that's right. part of this. What we're attempting to do. We don't. I mean, we're trying to find the answer, the key to the. Puzzle basically, right. but nobody wants to turn this into some sort of gaudy. Right. Uh, although gaudy, pretty popular in Barcelona. <laughs> it's it's nobody wants to turn it into an. It's already an eyesore. Nobody wants to turn it into well, some circus. You right.
0: know. Okay. There, there's yeah. the thing when it comes to commercial. Um, one of them would be for bridal fitness coach. Yeah. I'm so proud of you for doing that. I was like, he's got to do it. He's got to do it. Would you like to hear about it? Sure. I'm I'd love sure to. you would. See, here's the thing. Women are getting married. They're very concerned about getting in the dress. You know what a big thing is now? What's a what, big what, thing? Um, sleeveless. sleeveless. Sometimes, Sometimes, you know, where it only comes up to the chest and then the whole up there. Strapless. That's a thing. Right. And so the ladies are concerned that they look good in the dress and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So what they can do or is... No, or strap less. Strap, did I say that?
1: N- I don't know. Okay, you anyway. said the strap thing is like, that's like, that's like a spaghetti the thing. S- what yes. about the sleeveless tuxedo? The- Right, but no, no. It it would look like if they put their hands above their head and they dipped themselves into a called into like a a body of water that had a dress yes.
0: maker on it. That's exactly what they were going for that look. Okay. There, there's also sleeveless too. The point is, the ladies want to look good for that, and that's why we have bridal fitness coach. But the thing is, with bridal fitness coach, what? is she says that's not it. You don't just want to get ready for that. You want to look great for the wedding, and that happens. Sure. That's a given. Sure. You can, that, you can take that one to the bank. No, no, no I don't think so. But what she also does is make you, make you. She forces you <laughs> through her sheer will. <laughs> owner, owner trainer, trainer Tammy, Tammy Fox holds no, a gun to your face right. says, and if says, you have one put more the cookie Twinkie, down. Yes. No, but what she does is she, she gets you into a lifestyle so that you can stay fit and looking good in your clothes for your whole life. But what about if she has a fat groom? Wow, that is way far ahead of us. I'm trying to get through it quick, but you're throwing well, me off I've the rails.
1: I've been here for like 42,000 episodes. What
0: I'm saying is, Bridal Fitness Coach, they're about making a why commitment you, to your health and well-being. I the bell Because oh, we haven't done... You haven't done different ways. We haven't done different little bits in a long time. So, yeah. no, that's no good. Yes, that's a, uh, gonna for add the rest. Well, health and well being for the rest of your life. Whether your wedding day <gasps> is, is next year or what next if it's, month. What
1: if it's next? Ah, m- oh, they can make it.
0: sure the bridal fitness coach is. What uh, if your looking and feeling fabuloso? You skipped, you skipped the, the part. No, we're getting to it. Owner training what Fox will happen is, is you'll be provided you you'll be provided with a tailor-made fitness program that fits your goals, your time frame, and your budget.
1: Keith, isn't this the best commercial you've ever heard in your life?
0: And uh, you'll be tr- you can be D- trained. You should at have a private us gym.
1: pitch this to the Congress people yeah, that you're trying to get money from. I, yeah, Nancy Pelosi. Let's do it.
0: You know, we should get a hold of Nancy Pelosi and warn her a moment on the lips. Anyway, what? you'll be trained with, at a gym with private access creep. in your home or office or even over the internet. Now, what was your question? We've gotten to now. We've gotten to that point in this mess.
1: What if the bride <laughs> is surrounded by fat people
0: all over? Well. What? Um, what happens then? Well, then she can bring the whole bridal party with her. <sighs> bridal fitness coach will train the brides, the bridal party, even that chubby groom.
1: But not all at once. Probably like in actually, she has races.
0: done she has done uh, groups all at once. Because what
1: would work for me would not work for a nice you know bride who's trying to
3: just
0: not they
1: going to slim like slim down
3: uh, spas and getting their nails done?
1: Yeah, they're doing all That's
0: that. Like, so why not just throw a little bit more <laughs> owner trainer Tammy Fox's way Keith, and she'll please, get you looking talking, good, okay. not just for of course as we've said for the wedding, but for the rest of your life. So here's what you do: make a commitment. You schedule a free <laughs> consultation by going to bridalfitnesscoach.com. 457. 415. four oh. five seven four one five. 317-6827 What's that number? 415-317-6827 Bridal Fitness Coach You want me to say it? Yes Keith shh, shh. Make, a commitment.
3: Make a commitment
0: Yeah! <laughs> All, right. <laughs> me and Keith are All right, real quick by the way What? Uh, Hey Pete Are we doing another commercial right now? Well we haven't done an Amazon commercial in a while Oh yeah <laughs> And Wait, let's face it, it's the only thing we can totally, count on. What do you mean we can count on it? There's a little bit coming in. I just don't tell you about it. Stale cookies. Well, I said we're going to get a little bit. Yes,
1: SK? The point is. You just said, yep yeah, Pete. I'm saying yes, SK. I know, SK. we're getting to I'm it. I'm playing in. Let's do it. Let's, <laughs>
0: what? Okay, here's all I'm saying.
1: Good morning, We've got Vietcom. to find
0: some way to get people to go to the Amazon button at skmorton.com. You ever seen Flubber? Press the Amazon if button, shop as they normally would. What do you think? They got to
1: probably say? have never seen Flubber. So what they would do is they would go to skmorton.com, you hit the Amazon button, buy Flubber through Amazon. Do they pay extra for that?
0: No, they don't pay anything extra.
1: What? We what?
0: just get a little kickback to wet our beak.
1: Ew, why do you always say wet our beak? I don't know, it makes
0: us feel good. No, it makes everyone creep out. It <laughs> okay. Hey, thanks for helping us with that with that commercial.
3: My pleasure. All Thank right. You. Yeah. You know we're you're gonna not gonna for it, right? Um, <laughs> I'm now, happy for the publicity for the aquatic Barbie. park. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what we were saying was, what kind of stuff can be done to the park? Not make it a bit, not make it a Pier Thirty Nine jokey carnival atmosphere, but to have stuff that drew. And it was making me think about the history just after the war. Remember the story of uh, uh, Carl Cortram?
3: Is I don't. It I'm not sure. Okay, but I go ahead and what's what's the story? Well, he was
0: the guy. He had actually he was actually a chicken farmer from Petaluma. Aren't we all? But he'd also <laughs> on the inside. Don't we all want to be? Yeah. No.
3: Dip uh, your beak in that one. Eat Taco Johns. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> beak wetters. Hey. Ew. Be- <laughs> Ew. Beak wetters. Uh, anyway, he came down and did similarly something you had just said about. When you first started going to the park, what what you said about it being taken care of? Or?
3: Oh, you'd go down there, and you assume Like, I'd go down there, you'd walk around, you'd pass through, and you could look at the pier, and it's crumbling, and you think, somebody's taking care of this. And it turns out nobody was taking care of it, and not to the degree we are
0: trying to now to raise right, awareness. Right.
1: So, was there, I mean, was there, are there lifeguards there? I mean, no. was there? Well,
0: and that's what I wanted to get because he was, had the same experience in like 1950. Where he went down and thought he was looking at the, what they call the where the museum is now that looks like a liner boat, a luxury liner from the 1930s. Yeah, so it's an art
3: deco beautiful museum. Yeah, you yeah. Got, you got to check this thing yeah, out. The Maritime yeah, Maritime
0: Museum. I've seen the outside it, of. It. And they've uncovered
3: yeah. these murals in there that yeah, they've now gonna been talk updated about that. and they've been re- repaired. Just beautiful.
0: Yeah. Anyway, this guy Carl Cordom, did the same thing. He came down, saw it. it was called the Casino at the time, and the military had just been in there using it during World War II. And he's like, "We got to do something with this." And he had come up with plans to to do the thing up as a destination like you were saying and he brought in several boats he brought the balclutha he was responsible for bringing the balclutha in i'm not sure about the, the was it the Y.A. fair i'm not sure if he brought that in but he brought in several <laughs> he had so many in fact he pulled a uh, an old um, paddle wheel steamer mm-hmm. thing he actually pulled it up onto the beach right next to the dolphin club and the south end rowing club mm-hmm. who did not like having this giant rotting thing there uh, they complained, and so he put it over. It was actually docked up against Muni Pier, and there were several other boats. And he was he was doing all this work. Um, eventually, the story is some of the guys from the South End Rowing Club torched the thing because it was just falling apart. And they, Man, they sort of,
1: back in the day. I mean, we we like to complain about these days, but there <laughs> were what was that story of the fire? The firemen who would run around setting fire to San Francisco. Back oh, in the da- not the
0: firemen. You're talking about the the, the ducks, the Sydney Ducks. Uh, the big, the great fires in the 1850s. Yeah, they would just yeah. go
1: around and, like, set fire to one well, part. how are you going to loot? Th- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's uh, all, we, could...
3: It's all part of this wonderful, rich tradition and yes, history of San Francisco. It's, it makes San Francisco, San Francisco. Not,
0: it's a sta- beautiful, charred tapestry. <laughs> well, here's the thing about with the aquatic park and this Carl, I want to say Kircher, but he's the guy who did Carl's Jr. Um, Carl, Carl why Cordom. do you
1: know the founder <laughs> of Carl's
0: Jr.? I'm looking at you, and I'm We're asking, listening. why do you not?
1: Listen,
0: Google yeah. it once. All right, Here we go. Yeah.
3: I was going yeah. <laughs> uh, to... Well, the number of jokes we could have played off of that, You know how... But, excuse me, Keith. We're two yeah. fat men. Yeah. Talking, yes. Okay? <laughs> you know, this
0: is like. Respect. Yeah, it yeah. As
3: part of the bridal training. You know how <laughs>
0: there's certain <laughs> things yeah. white people can't say? Certain things you skinny people have to just you keep your I'm mouth You think I'm skinny? Bus. Yeah. No. Anyway, uh, so Mr he, Mr. Swimmer. This is the kind of thing that Carl, not Kutchner, Kortum had. He proposed a plan <laughs> called the Gold Rush Plaza. At Aquatic Park Casino, it would have frontage of sail lofts, uh, livery stables, a saloon. A Hyde Street cable line would be extended into the plaza. You know, right now it goes down into the uh, right across from Ghirardelli Square. Mm. He wanted to extend a little further into this plaza. Yeah. They were going to convert the ha- warehouses because there was the old smelting was it Selby's Smelting Factory, and then there was the Keith the looks Pioneer. Confused. The pioneer wool, wool. <laughs> trying to visualize. Okay. And then all of that was going to be would get reused, or I guess it wouldn't, because that stuff would have been gone long before.
3: Yeah, smelting.
0: Went
1: what were away the big the towers
0: ago. that they built? They fought about that too. Anyway. Oh,
3: the the speaker towers down there in the park. Yeah. Is what you're the, one, about, the, the ones behind towers? it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was going to be like a little themed area off to the side there to draw people in. Now, I'm not saying that that should be done. But you can have, like you were saying, destination stuff that within it could have things that drew people in that Uh, that could generate money for this. But
1: but I think the bigger issue is to keep people in San Francisco, like to have a place where locals go. You know what I mean? To have a place where locals where you adore. Can, wouldn't you say there is? Which stuff I know there. that they do. There are, there
3: are a lot but, of San Franciscans down there already and doing this. And I encourage anybody listening to go down and experience it for yourself. There's something really special where you can go, turn your cell phone off, go out and hear the seagulls, and you hear the fog and you know the fog the horns fog in the horn, distance, yeah. and you can just and be get out there on the water, enjoy the nature, enjoy looking back at the city skyline and all these sorts of things, and the fog rolling in. It's really amazing. So in terms of turning this into, I don't know, that San Francisco needs one more restaurant or right, one we, more yeah, yeah, right. tourist attraction. Right. A lot of people don't even really realize. For a long time, the number one industry in San Francisco is tourism. Mm-hmm. It's now healthcare, interestingly enough. And so the way I view San Francisco, it's it's like a big giant urban museum, right? You have all of these different. Uh, areas and from the Mission to the Castro to North Beach, Chinatown, right. the waterfront, all these sorts of things. It's really kind of nice to not have to go to some place where you're not inundated with a sort of tourist attraction right. type of thing, but you get to experience those views. But the, here's the thing, like the whole area, there's a visitor center there, a Maritime Visitor Center in the, in the hotel, the Argonaut Hotel. Argonaut oh, the hotel. Have you been in the visitor center there? Oh,
0: yeah. Let yeah. me just say this. Remember when I was telling people the best bathroom was the yeah. Hyatt, but not the Regency. The, SK the p-
1: collects knowledge about bathrooms. Uh, I, yes. I do the same thing. We should talk.
3: We should come here
0: It's the Grand Hyatt. And I said Grand Hyatt had the best bathrooms. The Argonauts got great bathrooms. Always clean. It's a nice dim thing like that. And when you come out, you can just sit down and they'll have wine for you. It's great. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have said that.
1: I, I like how you just <laughs> well, drink in the bathroom.
0: <laughs> no, not in the bathroom. <laughs> you come out. There's deck chairs. And, and you sit there, and they have free wine, and you, and you yeah. I yeah. like how, by yeah, the way,
1: yeah. when, when, when SK mimed drinking wine, his pinky was out. <laughs> well,
0: sure. <laughs> I'm not a barbarian.
3: Civilized.
0: Let me ask one question. Were there concerts in Aquatic Park?
3: That I don't know, but there may have been swimming competitions, those I sorts gotcha. of things. Okay, yeah.
0: And what because, about the, because they've got the stands. What, the, what about the giant dive that the horse did? Wanted, like, wouldn't, a that wouldn't, wouldn't that be fun wouldn't that be great let's, let's bring that back hurting animals hurting innocent animals maybe we bring in raccoons and have them scratch urethras while we're at it I was just
3: talking <laughs> I was just talking to somebody I was talking to somebody yesterday I think it was Ruben, as a matter of fact we were yeah. out- we were looking out there and we said what if we had a floating dock
0: that's I've been what saying if there that was a sliding years?
3: board? You know, what if it was kind of those yeah. sorts of things? And we, we talked about doing uh, paddle boarding and, and kayak rentals, yeah. those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Then would you not want to go out there in yeah. San
0: Francisco? And what about having a barge for concerts? How, how great you it, wouldn't even yeah. need tons of sound because, you know, you're coming across the water and everything. And you could make that. In a, I mean, you've hey, got you, plenty you, of seating. You could
3: Bluetooth it on the, your headphones on the people's yeah. phones or something. Yeah. I don't know. it's uh, Yeah, a bunch of quiet
0: yeah. people <laughs> all staring at a barge. <laughs> you know, those, you know, those quiet that disco type things? So let me ask you, Pete. If, as a benefit, to try to to try to raise money to get the thing going, would you be willing to do a show on a barge in Aquatic Park for the people? Of the Absolutely. Would you be amazing. willing to
3: come to the museum? We're talking about don't doing fundraising. Don't
0: touch me, Keith. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are you saying?
3: Uh, I'm trying to touch your spirits. Uh, I, you you, you know, invited me a to a museum. No, would you would you like? <laughs>
2: Keith I don't, saying, what, "I don't know what just my, happened." Come I to know, my museum. I, I, <laughs> <laughs>
3: The bathroom there is beautiful. It's like <laughs> yeah.
1: a boy Keith?
3: Now, so uh, we're talking about doing fundraising. We're talking yeah. about holding events, those sorts of things. So yes. count you I in? Perform, Pete, I perform. I
0: perform at a lot of different events. Yeah. Um, okay. So one last thing. Do you know anything about the Beltline Railroad?
3: Do I know anything about nothing much more than the photos? But let me tell you. So what's happening, you know, that tunnel right there. Yes. So this is part of the discussion also. Right. There's been talk for years about About doing the F line, the historic streetcars and taking that opening that tunnel back up and taking the streetcars all the way out to uh, Fort Fort Mason. In theory, they could go all the way to Golden Gate. But uh, so what? These this was 1906 after the earthquake, right? And then they're doing the World Expo, the World's Fair, the uh, Palace of Fine Arts, right? Is that what this yes, is? Yes, yeah, And this so is. that's where they brought all the materials out on the rail line to right. get out to the Palace of Fine Arts,
0: right through Aquatic Park. Yes. Yeah. Nice. yeah. The trestle went right over it there. Now that's the thing: the Dolphin Club and the South End Rowing Club they fought that because at this when this was going on, this is the same time that the Long Bridge down in uh, Mission Bay. There used to be, this stuff wasn't filled in down here. It was a long bridge mm-hmm. that went down. Kids would fish off of it, and they had to, the trains would go down through there. And that's where the South End Rowing Club was originally. They kicked them out of there for development reasons and filled it all in. They were filling everything in. At one point, the city had plans to fill the bay in to Oakland. That was so they were filling everything around. Treasure
3: Island was going to be the airport.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there was three clubs at the time: the Dolphin, and then the South End, and then there was like the Aerials or something like that. They were all up in Aquatic Park, and they were fighting with the the Beltline Railroad and everything because they knew they were trying when they were digging that tunnel that's going under Fort Mason they wanted to put all the stuff they dug out they wanted to throw it in the cove which would have filled it in and they fought 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 and until finally they were able to get to
3: So in all the development of the aquatic park we're talking about this transportation and the, all these new things possibly coming the old stuff and the new stuff kind of coming together and going through that's part of what's the overall design how does it tie into the city The people moving if you're downtown you could jump on a bus and beat aquatic park up yeah. Van Ness Avenue in 10-15 minutes or something jo- good on the f-line you can get on obviously all the way out in the castro and end up at Ford mason that's pretty neat or you're at the ferry building or you know this going is, back yeah. and forth between the two spaces yeah
0: that would be a fantastic way to bring tourists and people to the park mm-hmm. if you've got a thing that actually has a stop there and people can get off and see everything that would Wouldn't be, that be great be, yeah that would be great yeah well let's do this then because you've got your um save aquatic park pier and why is it called save muni pier
3: well let me tell you We wanted to identify where it is, right? A lot of people don't even realize it's called Muni Pier unless you grew up in San Francisco. But we have a lot of newcomers, visitors from around the country, around the world. They don't identify it as Muni Pier, So we identified it. It wasn't a slight against the history or what what San Francisco's would uh, relate to but something that we could easily identify at Aquatic Park, and we're talking about the pier. But it's really, we're talking about the entire park. I say, without the pier, you don't have a park. That beach will erode. It'll wash away. The right. ships will be damaged oh, yeah. and ruined. The swimming clubs and the rowing clubs, they won't be able to utilize the space. There's 1,200 members plus members of the rowing club. There are 2,000 members of the uh, dolphin club. And then the people who utilize the space and go to swim there who aren't part of it, So you're talking about three, four, five thousand, you 5,000 people who live in the city who utilize this space. If
0: each one donates $20,000, we're in good shape.
3: You know what? If each one would donate $25, we're in great shape. That helps my committee keep going and we can continue to do this public outreach.
0: All right. So would they go to Save Aquatic Park? pier.com to do that
3: save aquatic Park i'm also i've got an instagram account we're we're firing up do you have recipes <laughs> we have recipes yeah uh dolphins uh we
0: oh no <laughs> you know what here's why i'm against that dolphin <laughs> so, recipe because sometimes people are trying to catch the dolphins and the tuna get caught in the net accident that's terrible. yeah calamari I'm, I'm
2: that. That you meet
3: So we are, we are, my mother Facebook, you know, this? I tell people, go to find us on Facebook, Save Aquatic Park Pier Facebook. You'll find us We we've got over 500 members right now. People who have liked the page. That's really the, my main outlet that I'm trying to do outreach and connect with people and sharing information.
0: That explains your meteoric rise. That's no, what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah, right. meteoric, you need somebody. You know. uh,
1: I love you with all my heart, but you need somebody. Uh... I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is... We're going to go get some Taco <laughs> John's after this. i got to put some music into uh, this. But I love yeah, this.
2: Yeah. I left my
0: heart. This has been a wonderful episode. Really? In San Francisco. He touched my soul like at least three or four times. All right. So we want to thank you. Thank you. Keith Rosenthal. Yes. Right. No, no. Keith Rickenbacker, right? Yeah. No. Good. No, yeah? Keith Breitbach, thank you for Very coming, Thank Keith. you. Uh, also, thank you to the throngs for listening ostensibly. Thank you. Um, please tell as many people as possible and give us, not reviews, but give us stars and thumbs up on everything. Remember, we're trying to Stay alive here. Uh, The five stars on all this stuff. And also remember Patreon and Amazon. That would be great if you did that. Then you don't even need to give us high stars. And
1: remember, we only have 22 episodes left, I
0: believe. This is number 77, so 23. Well, well, 22 after this, yeah. Uh, Follow us on other places. The Facebook, the email is uh, skmortonpodcast at gmail. Remember, com. Also, you can write that in, saveaquaticpark at Facebook. You'll go to Keith's page Help him out You got 25 bucks He says if we all put in 25 bucks We might be able to make this work mm-hmm. Pete Yes Vital replay Friday August 18th At Britannia Arms in Almaden Saturday August 19th Saturday August 19th <laughs> <laughs> Sorry And the 12th at Piano Fight With one word Yes on August So And that's in San Francisco You should all be ashamed of yourselves Good night boys
2: Thank you very much the show done. is over, Keith. Just is be, quiet. <laughs> Just be quiet. I can't help it. Be quiet. Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again.
3: What we have here is failure. To communicate.
0: No one wants to see how the sausage is made.
3: Yeah, how now brown cow. Yeah.
0: Incidentally, I noticed some of you are here that don't belong. I'm one of the manliest men that you've ever met in your life. This racist, xenophobic Puerto Rican. Oh my goodness, Mark Davis's hair and Ed Lee's mustache. Throw
3: a few rabies in the mix and hold on to your hat. I would prefer the, the left hand be tied to a raccoon. Softshell Saturday, off the hook,
1: let me tell you. Beak wetters, hey. ew. Fire down the donkey.
0: Maybe we bring in raccoons and have them scratch urethras while we're at it.
1: Uh, I'm trying to touch your spirit. I'm stabbing into the dark because I don't know anything I'm talking about.
0: If we could take a it's pill like, okay, like and everything just is... come out in sealed bags, think, I'm good with that. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm glad we went down that road.
3: Do I get another cookie?